0: All right, Uh, Ryan was super kind. He's gotta go tomorrow morning on like probably a 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. flight. Uh, He changed a bunch of plans just so he can be here for this presentation. Uh, I think it's gonna be about 20 minutes, and then I do want like stump the Bitcoiner and go deep like for a good five to 10 minutes, and then we're gonna go and break. So uh, with all that said, please give me a a warm welcome for Ryan Gentry. All right. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. Um, Thank you, Rod. Uh, Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Mads, Bitcoin Park team. This is my first time to Bitcoin Park. Uh, It's a great experience. It's awesome to come and see, you know, the second best Bitcoin mecca in the world. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. Having a great time. Um, So today, uh, you know, what I want to talk about is the next Frontiers of Lightning, Uh, And, you know, you can see, hopefully you can decode the emojis here. It's not too much of a a secret what they are. But the purpose of this presentation is, you know, to look back at where we've come over the last five years and then talk about, you know, where we're going. Um, And uh, so kind of agenda here, where we are today. Um, Very thankful for all the growth and all the development and all the work and effort that's gone into building the network we have, Um, the next frontiers of growth and then talking about kind of building together and, you know, how we as a global community are bringing Bitcoin to the next billion people. Um, So where we are today, and I think, you know, River's recent massive uh, decrease in network capacity aside, uh, you know, this is a pretty good proxy of just showing, you know, how the network has grown since 2018. Uh, And, you know, you can see Right when Ryan joined Lighting Labs, uh, you know, things really started kicking off. uh, And that's a joke, obviously. But I think it's really cool that, you know, I had the unique perspective of joining Lighting Labs, um, you know, after they had already done a great amount of work taking the network from zero to one. Right. And I got to have a front row seat. As a network went, you know, through this big parabolic journey, you know, uh, April 2021, when El Salvador made Bitcoin legal tender, thanks to Strike and thanks to Bitcoin Beach, you know, all the massive emerging markets growth that we had in 2021, uh, through you know all the you know fundraises that we've had since, and you know, I for those of you that don't know, uh, I write a kind of monthly newsletter for Lightning Labs, detailing like all the goings on uh, in the Lightning Network, uh, and I just wanted to just kind of rehash what I put in the most recent update as a sense of like, you know, when we were here in 2020, the network frankly didn't really work. Right. If you remember those times, like it was like really dicey to send 20 bucks. Uh, It was, you know, we still had the um, channel limits of 0.167 BTC. Right. We weren't Wumbo yet. Like this was, it was still dicey days. And so to fast forward to this, Wombo channels, yeah, you got to switch it to Wombo. SpongeBob fans, no. Where we are today, like just look at this, right? In the last six months, MicroStrategy hosted a Lightning Corporation's event and unveiled a a Lightning product. This is a publicly traded company, right? Voltage launched a partnership with Google Cloud. River announced a $35 million Series B. When I joined Lightning Labs a month before that, I had written a blog post, and I calculated that there was a total of 40 million venture capital dollars that had been invested in Lightning companies in total, and that included Lightning Labs and Blockstream, right? So, River just almost increased that amount in one round, right? Feddy raised 17 million dollars from Ego Death. Azteco raised six million bucks from Jack Dorsey. Amboss raised four million bucks from Stillmark, right? Ripio, Latin American exchange, integrated Lightning. Zappo and Rain integrated Lightning from Lightspark. Right, Zebedee launched just you know casually hundred new Bitcoin-powered games. Right, this all happened in like the last couple of months. Like, there's a massive amount of stuff that's going on, uh, and and just like the growth that we've seen over the last three years, I think is is really really cool, and it's something to appreciate. A um, couple other stats that just kind of boggled my mind. So, Wallace Toshi just recently hit 10 million payments that they've made. Uh, it took the first five million took almost four years, and the second five million just took this last year. Right? I think that's like, staggering in terms of how much the growth has accelerated. And then, of course, you know, we got Binance onto the network. Right? The biggest exchange in the world at one point was probably doing like 40% of all on-chain Bitcoin transactions. Um, like, I think kind of where we are today is we've done an amazing job of growing this ecosystem and getting all of the Bitcoin companies and all of kind of our insular community uh, onto the Lightning Network and connected. Um, however, in the global screen of things... The Nielsen report in 2022 said that payment card volume topped $40 trillion, right? And that's about 50% credit card payments, 50% debit payments. So $20 trillion in debit card payments in one year. Do we think Lightning did a billion last year? I would be, I've been saying like, you know, nobody knows, of course, I would guess it's between last year about half a billion dollars and a billion dollars and probably closer to half a billion. I think that feels about right. Um, 20 trillion divided by a billion is 20,000, right? That's four zeros that we need to add onto Lightning Network volume in order to get to the Visa, MasterCard, Union Pay, Discover, American Express level scale that we're talking about. Optimistic lens on that is we still have a lot of room to grow, right? There's still a ton of opportunity. I mean, uh, 20,000X is 200Xs and then another double, right? So we got a lot of opportunity, a lot of room to grow. So the next part of this presentation uh, is, you know, where we are today, summing up. Elizabeth Stark has always said Lightning is going to grow from two main areas, right? One is inclusion of emerging market users into the global financial community. We have a great, you know, I'm, I couldn't fit everybody, but there's a great list of startups that are working on all of that already. Um, payments use cases were previously impossible. Similarly, Great list of startups, you know, and again, I'm, I'm leaving people out, but there's, you know, a ton of work that's gone into all this. Like, we've, we've she's right about the theory and right about the philosophy, and we're seeing this work. Um, but we just need to get way, way bigger, right? We need to, again, 20,000x uh, the total volume. And so, what are the areas for opportunities? What are the frontiers of growth uh, that we see at Lightning Labs that we're really doubling down on? Um, first one, Tappered assets, right? Making Bitcoin, making Lightning a multi-asset network. Second, AI agents. We just had a great panel talking about that with Paul and Obi, bringing about the machine payable web. And third, kind of open social media, right? Connecting with protocols in particular, not with companies. So on the Tappered assets front, and I know this is, you know, a little controversial, but I feel, I think it's just undeniable in my mind, the only asset other than Bitcoin in the crypto space that has product market fit or via back stable backstable coins, right? And I don't know if you can see these charts But uh, the red is kind of Bitcoin, and the green is Tether on Tron, who everybody hates. Uh, And Tether on Tron has more active addresses than Bitcoin and has more on-chain transfer volume than Bitcoin now, which I think is, you know, that's eye-opening. In general, comparing Lightning to Visa, right, Lightning supports one currency, Visa supports 180. If that's kind of where we're going and who we're trying to disrupt, it kind of makes sense to, to broaden our approach. Um, So with Tappered Assets, you know, what do we want developers to build? What new companies do we want people to found? We want people focused on stable coins, you know, rewards points, financial assets generally. Um, Who are you serving? What markets are you distributing these to? The kind of uh, emerging markets users, financial inclusion, the companies that serve them, um, coming soon, TM. And we have, you know, a bunch of links here. Uh, The docs, it's all open source. If you want to go build something you know, taproot asset-wise and make Bitcoin a multi-asset network. Like, the tools are there, and and we're encouraging people to jump in. Um, I think, you know, the other thing is how to get involved beyond just those. We've been doing these community calls uh, at Lighting Labs, getting people to, you know, build a developer community, share what they're working on, learn what's going on. Uh, And our next one is Thursday, July 27th. Um, And we hope to see a bunch of people there. Um, particularly because we're going to have like a bunch of demos of actual working projects uh, from the community. So next, uh, AI agents, right? And we just had I think a great, a really fantastic panel um, from Obi and from Paul, uh, from Jack and Marty about kind of what are the opportunities with AI agents. And I think Paul's comment was just really poignant, where he said, you know, if you have an AI agent out there who's doing your shopping on your behalf, who's checking sales, who's checking prices and stuff, right? You wouldn't give that agent a credit card number, right? You wouldn't let that agent give your credit card number to another agent who you may not trust, who may drain all of your credit and ruin your credit score, right? You would want to give him a very limited amount of funds because, as Obi said, an AI agent without money can't take any action. A Lightning Wallet gives an AI agent agency right, which I think is is a really good way of putting it. So we want to give these, if you imagine a world where LLMs are out in the world acting on your behalf, they're going to need to have money and the only way to give them money that makes sense is through Lightning. So the machine payable web, it's something that, you know, Balaji has dreamed about. As Marty said, I got into crypto broadly because I was working as an IoT engineer at Intel. Lalu first got interested in Bitcoin because he was trying to figure out how an autonomous car could pay another autonomous car to pass it on the road like The machine payable web is deep in Lightning Labs' DNA. Um, And so we released last Thursday, um, you know, this new L402 specification uh, that leverages, you know, the HTTP 402 payment required error code to where if, you know, an AI agent wants to go, if Sam Altman in OpenAI wants to go scrape a bunch of tweets, uh, Elon could hit him with a, nah, dude, 402 payment required, $8, please. Right. And that could just be a, an API response. Um, and so we got a bunch of really good press. People were really excited about it. And I thought this comment from Jacob Brown was really good. With Lightning, you can create on demand compute paid at the time of execution. And this was Harry's question earlier, right? If you are going, if you are expending compute and you're expending energy to process these requests, like it's gone. Right. It's you don't you can't get that energy back. It's it's expended. You have spent the money. So you want to be paid in a final settling asset to where you have been paid up front and the money is not gonna float away. Right. You you, you the energy is gone. You want to make sure that you're paid and it can't be clawed back. Um, so I think that's really important. So on the AI agents, what do we want people to build? Right? Machines with lightning wallets engaging in data commerce. I think another really interesting idea is the idea of you know if Twitter wants to limit API access, uh, you know, they could sell an API key that says, with this API key, you can download a million tweets a month. What if the person they sold the API key to wants to then resell that access to you know, a bunch of developers who all want 100,000 tweets a month or something like that? They wouldn't give the API key directly, right? They would want to give some abstraction, some macaroons, some L402 token, that says, you can access my API key you know, through me, but you can't take the actual key itself. right? And So that's the type of things that we can do with Lightning. Um, I think the two sides of the market here are really clear. You have AI agents that want to purchase training data. They want to ingest more information to get better at their jobs. And you have servers that have data to sell. right? This is just a really clear two-sided marketplace um, that we now have the tools to build because they're ready. We released them. They're out there. Um, And there's a, you know, we have, you know, you can go through these on kind of your own time. I won't explain them in detail, uh, but there's a lot of tools out there for this today that have been working. Lightning Labs has had Aperture and L402 implemented in production for like four years. There just weren't other machines paying other machines uh, than our services. Um, So there's a hackathon that... Both Obi and Paul uh, asked me to shill for them because they're Federian Stackworker sponsoring the hackathon. Um, It's going on right now for the whole month of July, the AI for all hackathon. It's a bunch of Bitcoin companies bringing their tools together, trying to get them in front of the AI developers, trying to get them to understand that Bitcoin really solves a key pain point for them and is going to make their whole uh, operation work much better. so encourage people to get involved here and to check out kind of the projects and, and the things that are being built. Uh, so then finally, you know, open social media, and there was a great panel earlier on uh, Noster uh, that, you know, I think was, was right on the money, right? What's the problem with social media today? All these Web2 social media companies, Twitter, Reddit, et cetera, are struggling with monetization, privacy, and censorship, right? Got Twitter, you know, has revenues plummeting. Um, Reddit's, uh, killing off their API access and, you know, people are banning TikTok usage. Like I think I saw like, you know, Clemson University ban. I know University of Texas doesn't allow TikTok on uh, their Wi-Fi, right? Like it's, it's happening. Uh, so the open web too that we were used to over the last 15 years is kind of over with. Uh, that opens up, I think, a really great opportunity for new social media applications that are based on protocols, um, not on companies, right? Who? Who are you building for? You're building for application devs, uh, like the Nostra community, and users that are just sick of a worsening experience, right? We've seen Google meaningfully degrade over the last 20 years. I've noticed Twitter getting a whole lot worse, and I spend like a lot of time on Twitter, so I would know. Uh, uh, and I read it as well. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so this as well, you know, is is ready today. And I think, you know, uh, one thing in particular that uh, I don't think Andre's in here, but. The real eye-opener for me with this was with Lightning Address, you know, we've tried within the Lightning community to get people to build applications based on you know, uh, one user, one node model for a long time. And it just kind of doesn't quite work. Like I'm, I'm, I really hope that you know, uh, this kind of next generation of self-custody Lightning wallets can prove me wrong. But I love the Lightning Address model of you know, Indomis or your Nostra client. You just kind of bring your own Lightning address, whether it's from you know your Voltage node, like I do, from all Satoshi, from wherever, and it kind of decouples the application from the Lightning network is, uh, in a really nice way. So uh, I'm excited about that and more people building with that. Uh, now, just a wild card: I don't know if people noticed, Coinbase Wallet just integrated an open messaging standard. They integrated XMTP, which is like some chitcoin thing based on an Ethereum address. So you know, I'm i do not think. Necessarily, Nostra is like, I'm not 100, I'm hedging a little bit here, to be honest with you. Um, But I think somewhere between Web5, Nostra, you know, decentralized public key infrastructure, there's a big opportunity. And so the final thing, you know, how to get involved there, you know, excited for Nostraza. I think that's going to be a really good shelling point for the ecosystem. I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff happening. Um, So finally, you know, summing this up through all of these, right, I kind of tried to give like a consistent theme of, of how this was going to work and how I see this playing out through all these different frontiers of growth. Keys to success, in my mind, is one, across all of these, you saw everything was being built in public. right? We have open source code. We have teams collaborating together. This is you know massive, massive opportunity. Again, 200 Xs and then another double is what we have in front of us uh, if we fulfill Lightning's destiny. Um, so there's plenty of room, plenty of room to grow. We should all be working together and collaborating. Two, and I think this is really important, you know, we need to be building for real users. We need to be solving real problems, even if they're not human. Um, and I think, you know, a big part of this next phase of Lightning's growth is getting outside of the Bitcoin bubble uh, and is building for people who aren't, don't necessarily have Austrian economic uh, inclinations, but just want Bitcoin to solve a problem. Uh, and third, obviously, building on Bitcoin and Lightning. Um, I think it's The thing that has always made sense to me about building on Bitcoin and Lightning is you are riding the wave of two compounding network effects, right? You're riding the wave of the more people that hold Bitcoin, the more useful it is and the more the price goes up. And similarly, the more people that have a Lightning wallet, the more useful the Lightning network is and the more utility it has. So, like, I don't think there's been a better opportunity in history uh, to, you know, ride a wave uh, than harnessing these two compounding network effects. And obviously, all three of these opportunities are built on Bitcoin and Lightning. Um, so that's it. Let's keep building. Let's give Ryan a big round of applause. Way to close it out, man.